how long will it take for the South African mining industry to recover from the effects of COVID-19? How important is ESG going forward? Are there still opportunities for juniors? Hi, I'm Chantal Kotze, Senior Deputy Editor of Mining Review Africa, and welcome to Deep Insights. This week, Senior Editor Gerard Peter chats to Shirley Weber, Head of Natural Resources and Energy at APSA Corporate and Investment Banking, about the current state of the South African mining industry and the way forward in a post-COVID-19 world. Let's join the conversation. Shelley, thank you for joining us on Deep Insights today. Let's get straight into it when it comes to investing and and funding in mining. And looking at COVID-19, what sort of lasting impact will the pandemic have on the mining industry? Um, Thank you. I think it's quite a big question that you've asked there. But maybe just in summary, I think the mining industry um, was predominantly impacted by production losses, especially in the South African lockdown environment, you know, under our regulations five and four. I do think as well that Africa um, was also impacted, especially in the countries, you know, where they had physical underground mining operations. Um, So especially the first quarter of COVID-19 had a dramatic impact, for example, on um, the production numbers coming out. I do think what counted in all the mining and metal companies' favor um, was the stronger commodity prices that helped to offset the losses, for example, in, in, in revenue numbers or profit. Um, you know, there was a um, supply that was maybe reduced a little bit, and that helped clearly the commodity prices, and also what helped the mining operations whilst they were in lockdown was they could process, you know, um, stockpiles on the surface, as well as um, tailing treatment plants. Um, I think what helped um, these mining and metal companies of ours in South Africa, as well as in the rest of Africa, was that there were committed credit lines that they had, Mm. um, which they could draw on, um, you know, because it was in place specifically as a liquidity requirement, which clearly um, was necessary here. And they could use that whilst production was not necessarily happening. If you you look at precious metals specifically, and let's talk about gold and PGM, because they are obviously the more prominent ones, um, the stronger commodity prices, you know, for example, the entire PGM basket looked very good, you know, palladium and rhodium as well. So overall, I think the impact, um, how long will it last? I think we're actually over that impact. So, um, and that's why I say during COVID, I do think the only area, commodity area, that is really going to take a bit longer to get out of this impact is going to be our diamond industry. Clearly, um, you know, very reliant on the retail industry. And with the US 
China, um, India, you know, with the lockdown that happened there from a retail and a shopping point of view, it clearly had an impact, you know, right through the value chain up to the point of, um, you know, recovery of, of diamonds as well. So we, we believe um, that that will actually take 12, 18 months before there's a full recovery, mm. you know, and that the softening of prices will also recover. So June 21, that's when we believe that um, signs of recovery will be evident in that specific market. Okay. Now, Shirley, um, not too long ago, uh, you and I chatted uh, about the South African mining industry and getting back to to, you know, to full strength and, and resuming full operations. And at that time you mentioned six months. Uh, are you still confident that that is uh, a good enough time for the South African mining industry to recover? Um, definitely. I, I think we are in the recovery phase as we speak. Um, I do think again, you know, if you, if you look at commodities like gold, the PGMs, copper, um, you know, other base metals, iron ore, etc. I think the recovery is happening as we speak. I do want to mention just again, I think the diamond industry will take a little bit longer. So the six months there is not applicable. I do think it's more in the, the 18 month region. Um, so I, I do think most of the mining operations are in the recovery and I'm talking about South Africa and I'm definitely talking about Africa as well. Okay. Now, now Shirley, looking at from, from a funding point of view and, um, you know, you being with APSA, are banks still willing to, to fund projects, uh, particularly during a time of, of uncertainty, you know, unprecedented uncertainty at that? Um, I do think that um, the regional banks, and let's focus on South Africa and, and Africa, yeah. I think banks who Africa has as their backyard, and that's the continent that they are playing in, I think those banks are comfortable to fund projects. Um, you know, even, you know, during the COVID period that we had, and we're clearly not out of that as yet, there's definitely projects um, happening, um, you know, that we are considering, you know, for, for either expansionary capex or even for, you know, starting afresh, you know, from a, a greenfields point of view. Um, we just have to mention, though, that, um, you know, the willingness of funding, you know, some of these um, new projects coming into the market is still based on, you know, the typical, what's the commodity that's, that is being financed, for example, what is the cost of production, you know, of that specific commodity, clearly, you know, open pit is better than underground when it comes to costing, for mm. example, you know, the reserves, the life of mine, do we have enough of the technical um, detail around it? Has the technical detail been checked? And I do think one important aspect, I, I might sound like a broken record when it comes to this, but the country that we are considering, you know, where the project is in, yeah. they must be a politically stable um, economy, um, 
fiscal and monetary rules, regulations, frameworks, very clear. And, and so the regulatory environments for us are very, very important, um, you know, when we consider the, the funding. But I think it's there. Um, the, the, the banks and APSA, I think we are willing to consider these projects. We hope you are enjoying the discussion thus far. We will continue our conversation with Shirley after this short message. It will never be the same. The new normal is business unusual. At Mining Review Africa, we want to partner with you to ensure that your brand is still visible in these unprecedented times. That's why we're offering you a bouquet of digital marketing choices to ensure that your company is still top of mind with your clients. This includes podcasts, partner profiles, videos, and webinars. Want to know more? Click on the Engage tab on miningreview.com today to find out how we can give you more bang for your digital buck. Welcome back to our discussion with Shirley Weber of APSA Corporate and Investment Banking on the states of the South African mining industry. Let's rejoin the conversation. You mentioned, you know, legislation, etc. Uh, what about companies, the, the com a company's management team? Is that also a, a major factor uh, that you look at when it comes to financing projects? Um, definitely. Um, management, I think, apart from having a good ore body, um, you know, is one thing. If you don't have management that is experienced, manage that management that's got a you know, strategic intent of where they want to take the company, management that knows that having one project is, is a risk to have a few projects in different geographies, for example, all of that plays a very big role. We will not go to credit committees and, you know, um, wanting to finance, um, you know, certain projects if, if the wider, um, deal team, for example, is not comfortable that management can actually deliver what we see on paper. So Shelley, lead, leading on from that, um, let's say I'm, I'm a junior miner. How do I convince you to finance my project? It's always a very good question. And, um, you know, junior, a, a junior miner, um, shouldn't be treated differently than any other category one or tier one minor, you know, in, in financial institutions books. The requirements should still be the following. Um, again, um, a management you've mentioned, Com yeah. type of commodity we've, we've spoken about, you know, what's the geology looking like? You know, um, you know, can are there mechanisms, you know, to protect the revenue, you know, of the junior miners um, portfolio? Mm. Um, again, I think when it comes to the technical reports, the cost of production is one thing. Everyone, everyone always think that it's important to understand, you know, how commodity prices just go up and up or down or down. The reality is the cost of production is actually a much bigger indication of, you know, the success of a project because the two 
I'm talking about the price of the commodity and the cost of extraction can't be too close to each other. Clearly, yeah. then it becomes a problem. So um, I do think junior miners, uh, they, they are funding um, opportunities out there to them. I think it becomes a bit more difficult when there's only one operation that we have to look at, for example, because then it becomes a one operation risk. And that's why the fundamentals like cost of production, reserves and life of mine, that's then when that even becomes more important um, when we consider those. Right, right. And then one final question, Shelley. Now, a year ago, you wrote an article for Mining Review Africa about ESG and the importance thereof. Let's let's look a year later with COVID nineteen, major disruptions. You know, bottom lines being eroded. Is ESG still important in a post COVID world? I do think ESG is definitely important, you know, in a post-COVID world. I think even more so, um, you know, after COVID because of, you know, people had a period of eight, nine months, you know, where nobody traveled. Yeah. Everyone saw a difference in the natural environment, you know, that True. we are living in. And... We've seen many entities, you know, um, and again, I must differentiate in the natural resources space, you get mining and oil and gas as well, where yeah. people are looking at more sustainability, you know, for energy transition. Yeah. And why I'm mentioning this, for example, you know, we in Africa, there's oil, there's gas, but on the mining side, we have a lot of energy minerals out there. So even if the world transitions more to, you know, a more sustainable type of um, energy, we think apart from gas playing a bigger role, we think Africa is going to play a bigger role in the energy minerals that's out there. So um, I do think a focus area would be, you know, the cobalts, the graphites, the you know, the coppers, you know, the, the metals that's going to be used, for example, in battery minerals, etc. as well. Mm -hmm. I, I do think we're going to see a different combination of commodities coming through the, the system. And, and, and Gerard, it's not going to happen overnight. It's going yeah. to take time, but at least there's that thinking about this. How can we make um, a world a better place from an environment point of view. And ESG for me is much bigger than just, you know, the, the actual environment and the atmosphere mm. and carbon, et cetera. It becomes, what are we doing with people's lives around those um, developments, you know, projects, et cetera. And, and so ESG, I think is there to stay, you know, sustainability in many various areas um, also there to stay. So, um, and, and I think it's the right thing to do. We want a world, you know, to be left behind much better than what it was when we initially stepped on it. So um, I do think we need to do something for our children as well. And, you know, if they can become even more aware about sustainability, I think from one generation to the other, we can just obviously help with that. 
Shelly, as always, it's a great pleasure speaking to you. And thank you for sharing your insights with us. Shirley Weber, Coverage Head of Natural Resources and Energy at APSA. Thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you, Gerard. And thanks for Mining Review Africa to have me um, on this call. Great stuff. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Remember, you can listen to all our episodes on the Spotify platform or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Also, for the latest mining news, expert insights, webinars, and more, log on to miningreview.com. Until next time, goodbye and stay safe.